What's going on, friends? We've got a great interview lined up, but first, I've got to pay the bills. i got to keep the lights on and thank the good people at Manscaped because support for Love Wrestling is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Manscaped, earlier this year, they launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. So join the over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. Use the promo code LOVEREST at manscaped.com you're going to get 20% off your order you're going to get free worldwide shipping how cool is that your balls will thank you manscaped.com promo code love wrestling and with that welcome to the wrestling show that's not just for wrestling fans this is smart and friends on lovewrestling.ca my name is zach and i'll be your host joining me today is the director lead producer and co-book writer of the last match a pro wrestling musical jeremiah james lawrence bring him on in <laughs> Jeremiah, how are you, friend? I'm doing so well, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Great to have you. Thank you so much. Again, like I know how theater can be. I know that this is like pretty much zero hour for you. Time is valuable. Thanks so much for taking the time to join me tonight. Hey, man. Thank you so much for having me. We're excited to be able to talk to you and uh, talk about the show that's coming up. Awesome. Awesome. Again, my, my own theater days are behind me, but like, this is a production that just caught my attention immediately. If I was still in that world, I would be just chopping at the bit to be a part of it. So I want to hear a little bit about the, the last match, a pro wrestling musical in your own words. Tell us about it. No, absolutely, man. This is a show that was written by wrestling fans for wrestling fans. It is uh, truthfully a fully immersive pro wrestling event that just happens to be a musical. I've um, been working on it now for about four years and worked on it all through the pandemic with my writing team. And it's gotten to the place now where we're launching a full-blown pro wrestling event concert. It's going to be unbelievable. It's a, It's been an amazing, amazing time. That is too cool. Again, you say four years you've been working on it, uh, but like again, I, I watched your interview with uh, with Bill Pritchard over at WrestleZone.com. You said you've been a lifelong wrestling fan, so I'm curious about like how long the idea of a pro wrestling musical has been percolating in your mind and getting the ball rolling on such a production. <laughs> so I got to tell you, it, it, I was even telling one of my uh, producing partners today. You know, when Matt Cardona, who is one of the stars of the show, with Ramin Karimlu, one of our other stars locked up in the ring yesterday for the first time it was a culmination of eight years from the idea where i said you know i really should i want to do something that marries my two favorite worlds the world obviously that i work in all the time and have for 20 years as a, a theater producer and actor and whatnot and then this you know deep-seated love of pro wrestling that i've had since i was a kid and uh I wasn't sure what I wanted it to be or, you know, even what the story was going to be. I just wanted to try to bring those two worlds together. Then when I started talking about the idea, I had people all, nah, it's not possible. Ah, it could never happen. You'll never be able to marry the, the theater world with wrestling. It's not, it's not possible. And all that did, of course, was motivate me more. But you're talking about seven to eight years from the time I had the idea to where we are today. That is awesome. Um, I want to thank everyone who's joining us over on Twitch. I know there's a lot of wrestling content, and it means the world that you're joining us here on lovewrestling.ca. Uh, if you have any questions for Jeremiah, please bring them to the table. We're going to get a few community questions. We've got a couple questions that came to us from twitter.com. Uh, but again, first, picking, the, picking Jeremiah's brain myself for a few more moments here. Um, again, you've got big tour am touring ambitions for this show. I understand that you're looking to do like a proper wrestling venue 
venue scale tour. Uh, mm -hmm. But this coming Monday, it's kind of going to be a scaled down stand up concert version of that. So uh, over at the, the excuse me, the White Eagle Hall in Jersey City, I'm curious, like how much effort did it take to pare down these huge ambitions that you have <laughs> for uh, for such a smaller scale event? Well, you know, it, when we say pared down, what we mean by pared down is that it's just not, you know, a multi-million dollar production. It is still a wrestling event. It's pro wrestling. Um, all of the performers have been in pro wrestling training. Now, again, that doesn't mean the actors who are performing are pro wrestlers. Obviously, that takes years of training. Um, but, you know, we have several actual pro wrestlers in the show. Uh, and it's so really what you're essentially going to come into is when we say a stripped down version, it's just the version of the show without millions of dollars, but it is the actual pro wrestling event that happens to be musical. It's a wrestling ring, we tell the story, um, it is a concert version of it, but it, it is hard because you know, when you have this vision and you wanna build it out, uh, it, it's really hard to go, ah, you know, we just don't have the money for that quite yet. Ah, you know, wish we had it, you know, but it's there, man, it's, it's gonna be really exciting times. It actually makes me wonder, like, did you like kind of collaborate when, uh, with like any local wrestling promotions to get structures like a pro wrestling ring? Or was that something that your uh, set designer perhaps had to learn, uh, learn on the go? Well, you know, the funny thing is this is because it is a pro wrestling event and more that than it is a musical. Um, you know, the first phone call I made was to a gentleman named Tommy Fierro, who runs ISPW Wrestling out of New Jersey. One of the nicest guys in the world, come a really dear friend of mine. And uh, he was the first phone call I made, you know, when we finally had the script in hand, when we were finally at that place of taking it to the next level, uh, I really needed somebody that I could, you know, lean on and say, hey, you know, the, I'm a wrestling fan, but I've never worked in the wrestling industry, which is a very different world from the theater industry, obviously. And I had followed Tommy Store, and I followed 80s wrestling. And so I literally just made this one phone call, left him a message thinking, you know, ah, you know, I'm going to have to make these other 10 phone calls. But the guy called me back 10 minutes later. He was like, I don't know what even you're talking about, man, but I'm in. Let's do this and let me help in any way I can. And so Tommy really was the, you know, linchpin in that aspect of getting us into the wrestling business. And then uh, the gentlemen who are our trainers, Bull James and Offa Jr., um they were the ones who were like all right and we got to get you a ring and we got to get this i mean it was just the, the incredible thing about the wrestling business as a business is it really is a, a brother and sisterhood and they really do work together to bring these independent uh wrestling promotions up they all work in each other's promotions and help raise each other up man it's been a blast to like learn the ins and outs so did Tommy Bull or Afa like put you in contact with like further people or did, did perhaps Tommy put you in contact with Bull and, uh, and company or how yep, did that so work? I was literally up. So I, when I started talking to Tommy and telling him what the plan was and how I wanted to build this out, it was Tommy who was like, look, I got the guy that I think would be a good trainer for you. You really got to meet him. His name is Bull James. And you also need to meet this fellow named Afa. And <clears throat> we had actually talked to some other people as well about possibly training and then when I sat down and actually got to hang out with Bull and get to know off, I was like, these are my guys. I want these two guys particularly. Um, they're both really great men. They're extremely knowledgeable in the business. Afa obviously comes from, you know, the famous Simone family. So it, there was just, it was, it was the right people, the right place, the right time. And the show has been ripe with that. It's just been the people that needed to be there. The universe kind of was like, there you go, man, make that happen.
That's awesome. I love to hear like a community rally, uh, a wrestling community of all things, rallying behind a theatrical production. That's like, that just warms my heart. That's fantastic. Well, you and me both, man, I tell you, the craziest thing is the most important thing of being a fan myself, you know, we wanted to get the wrestling right. We wanted to make sure that everybody in the wrestling world understood that this was an homage to their world. We want people that have never seen a wrestling event to walk out and go, Man, I get it now. I see that this art form is incredible, that this really is its own world of storytellers in the way that theater is. I mean, it's two sides of the same coin, right? So for us, it's just been an amazing adventure to be able to say, hey, you know, this is for wrestling fans. And wrestling fans have really supported us. And we're really honored by that. Because, you know, man, I mean, out there, you could have people that are like, you're just trying to do this niche thing or you're trying to profit off the back of wrestling fans and you know it's some theater thing and they're not really fans and that's really just not the truth like we are massive wrestling nuts everybody that is a part of this production are wrestling fans uh from my producing partners down to you know the actors that joined like ramin karamlu who is an international superstar you know theater performer is, I wish I could say that I was some genius negotiator who was like, hey, you know, and spent, you know, months and months negotiating with his people and their people and blah, blah, blah. I'd known Ramin. We were working together. He said, what'd you do the other day in your day off? I said, I did a reading of this new show that I wrote. It's called, it's this thing about wrestling. He was like, wait, it's a wrestling show? And I was like, <laughs> ah. he's like, how can I be a part of this, man? I want to be in this. I want to back you on this. It was my dream to be a pro wrestler. I'm in. Let's do this. And I was like, wait, what? Like that is the kind of heat that the show has always had. So it's, uh, it's an, it's, it's been an absolute joy bringing it to life, man. You know, it's again, it's gathering the interest of the wrestling world. Lawrence, I'll ask you to pop up a goose's comment that I see over there again. Like we've got someone who's already like throwing in his, uh, his headshot through the, uh, through the Twitch chat, real Canadian goose, Western Canadian superstar wrestler. I can tell you firsthand. Oh, well, there's, there goes the comment. He can sing out a cappella, So I'm hey, sure you've yeah, got a whole right, litany yeah. of people to keep in mind. <laughs> well, hey, man, absolutely. We'll throw a goose right into the mix. <laughs> um, now, again, you, you actually just mentioned this, and I had this question for later, but let's uh, let's cycle to it. Um, you said, like, everyone's, like, really involved in wrestling. Was there, like, anyone within, like, the theater world who was involved that is very far removed from the fandom? There's Was there anyone like that? Oh, yeah. Uh, there's okay. a woman in the show who uh, plays the character The Mother. And that's the her characters is like the, her wrestling persona is called the mother, and uh, she's kind of like an old school wrestler. This is again the whole show takes place in the 1980s. Again, it's a fully immersive theatrical experience. So like when you walk through the doors, we transport you to the world that we want you to be in, which is like the cartoon era of 1980s wrestling. We've built this whole world, but Liz McCartney, who is playing this role knows nothing about wrestling, knew nothing about wrestling, was so far removed from it. She's been in 15 Broadway shows. She's an unbelievable talent. She's one of the funniest comedians in the business. And, you know, when I pitched it to her, I said, look, you know, uh, I would love you to play this role. It's going to be this concert. We're just going to do two shows. It's going to be a lot of fun. She's like, wrestling. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, said, I said, Liz, I promise you, you're going to have so much fun and you're going to become a fan of wrestling once you've done this show. And I'm telling you, the, the coolest thing is she, out of all of the people that is a part of this show, 
has leaned the furthest into it and loving it the absolute most playing you know this evil heel character called the mother it's just it's <laughs> it's it's been amazing to watch because listen man wrestling as we all know i mean that's what we use that's why you have a podcast about wrestling i mean wrestling is a universal love and once you once it gets its tentacles into you and you see the fun and joy it brings to people it's almost impossible to walk away and i always tell people my wife was against for wrestling until i took her to smackdown and then 10 minutes into smackdown she's yelling at the ring and just jumping up and down i was like i, I told you i told you <laughs> That is absolutely beautiful. Oh my goodness. I love stories of people just f falling in love with the fandom. Uh, yeah. Now, tail end of the spectrum of someone who's less removed fr uh, from, uh, more removed from wrestling, and someone who's very much in the thick of it, Matt Cardona. The fact that you got Matt Cardona in this in this cast is absolutely outstanding. But I understand he got into town just like this earlier this week, possibly yeah, Wednesday, man. and he opened yeah. Monday. This must be like an absolute like flying rehearsal process. Yeah, well, so we, we've been doing a, a two-week rehearsal process. Again, because it's a pro wrestling event and doesn't really fall as far into the theater world, it gave us a little ability to do a, a little bit longer rehearsal process than if we were trying to do some, you know, Broadway thing in New York City. Um, but th the crazy thing was, you know, Matt had, he, he's Matt Cardona, man. He's got shows all over the world. He's still out <laughs> there working, you know, so it's not as if he's some retired wrestler that, you know, can be like yeah i could you know i'm gonna come up from florida and just you know i'll do the show with you so we literally said look man we will work around your schedule the only thing i ask is that you come in know your lines be ready and we're just gonna plug you in but again as i was saying before wrestling and, and theater they're just two different types of the same thing so matt came in man he had prepped his words he knew the song that he had to sing and all this other stuff and we just spent the last couple of days plugging them in. And I'm telling you, man, it's been utterly surreal. Like, you know, people talk about things like when you're in the theater business, you know, there are other shows that I've produced, other shows that I've co-written. And I remember one of them, you know, I remember getting the first song years ago from this other show that I had part of. It was one of the greatest moments of my career. That first song being sent to me from a show that I was kind of willing into existence. And I remember just being so moved by it. And I sat there for hours, like listening to the same song over and over, like, wow, this is incredible. This is real now. Well, that was me literally yesterday when the two of them locked up, like I was saying, that seven year, eight year lead up to that moment. Here's Matt Cardona in the ring with international theater superstar Ramin Karimloo. And they're literally locking up in my ring and my rehearsal process. <laughs> it's just your mind is like, boom. I like, I don't even know what's happening, man. I literally was emotional, man. I was like, this is crazy. Like this is coming to life. It is real now. So it's it's been a wild ride. And he the coolest thing about Matt is he's so savvy. He's got his, you know, he's got his thumb on the pulse of that business. He knows it so well. And for him to say, Yeah, man, I see what this can be. I see that this can be huge. I, I get it. And uh, you know, there's that also part, you know, you you're the lead producer, you're working out a deal, you're bringing somebody in. But at the same point in time, and I've been following him for 17 years since his Zack Ryder days. I remember getting emotional watching him win the IC title, you know, thinking that, you know, let him run with it, man. Make him the next guy, give him the push. And then it didn't happen. So here I am now, you know, we're just like chatting. You're like, all right, we got to keep it cool, man. You can't, you can't mark out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know Cardona can lock up, but here's the big question. Can Matt Cardona sing? He can, man. He will. And you, you got, if the folks out there are available on, 
you know, the 26, while well, doing a 2.30 and a 7.30 performance, come see Matt Cardona play the role of Alexander Swagger and actually sing a song with a live band. Like, it's a trip, man. He kills it. He kills it. So absolutely exciting. I cannot wait to hear more about this production. I want to thank everyone who's joining us over in Twitch. We're actually going to get to some of your questions in just a few short moments. I've got one more question from myself, and we've got a couple social media questions. Uh, but Jeremiah, I was wondering, uh, again, you're you're in a creative field. You're a pro wrestling fan yourself. I'm wondering if you think that pro wrestling and the uh, theatrical productions have more in common than, uh, than uh, people might think, or perhaps vice versa, less in common than uh, than we might think. You know, it, it really is, it, it's more in common than people think. You know, when you think about, you know, when we're doing a Broadway show, you're going off stage and, you know, you're backstage and then you step on stage. Well, in you know the wrestling business, you're backstage, you walk through those curtains and you're on stage in the ring. Um, you know, when you're talking to TV taping, there are scripted pieces in the TV tapings that they are handed. They have teams of writers that write these storylines out. These storylines go on for a year. You follow some of these storylines, if not longer. Um, where in theater we have a script and we're just telling one singular story over an evening. Um, but if you're going to an indie show, you know, their storylines aren't that long, but they're still scripted moments or things, you know, spots that need to be hit. It literally is, like I was saying before, two sides of the same coin. And, you know, I'm telling you, people said that we couldn't merge these two worlds together because they spoke such different languages. And I was saying this to another gentleman recently, you know, there's like, we live in a world now where everything has to be exclusive, like wrestling. You can, you can only be a wrestling fan here, or this only can be a thing over here. If you're an actor, you're only a TV actor. And if you're this actor, you got to be a theater actor. Like, I, I think all that's so silly, man. Like at the end of the day, there's no reason these these types of things can't come together and they can't all work together and find ways to merge and support each other. And, and here's a perfect example. I mean, when you take the fact that Matt Cardona came into rehearsal, prepped with his script, ready to rock and roll, he's had three to four days of rehearsals by the time he goes out to do that. Only professional performers can do that. He's a performer, just like I'm a performer, just like a Broadway shows are performers. You know, and why do you think, you know, people like The Rock and all these amazing superstars have transferred into being movie stars? They're performers. It's, you know, like it's the same side, the same coin. I mean, it's different sides of the same coin. But the artistry behind being a stage performer on Broadway or a stage performer for, you know, uh, uh, wrestling is very similar. And it's now being proven in our show. Absolutely outstanding. Love to hear this. Uh, again, this is just hitting like all the right notes for me uh, as again, former theater kid, longtime wrestling fan. This is just way too exciting. Um, awesome. We've got a couple of questions that came to us from, uh, well, from over from Twitter. So uh, Lawrence, if you can pop that first one on screen. Uh, now, again, Aki misunderstood me. He thought Matt Cardona was joining you on the podcast, but I'll bring this question to you all the same. Uh, what do you think of uh, Ramin and Amber's abilities as wrestlers? Um, they both seem physically gifted and talented and they look strong. You you already talked about Ramin's uh, acumen in the ring. How about Amber? I'm telling you, I, I you know, when you're a fan, you know, I, I couldn't really tell the difference between who's really, I mean, you kind of do maybe every once in a while, like, oh, that one's really got some great chops. That wrestler might be a little bit limited here or there. And you think of the world of like Hogan and, you know, if you put somebody with Hogan's level of skill against Hogan, they kind of a little stiff. They didn't really have a lot of offense. You know, you kind of had a big boot and some punches, right? But 
<laughs> when I'm watching Amber and I'm watching Ramin, they are in within a couple of weeks of doing this training, have taken to it like ducks to water. Like I'm when I tell you genuinely, both of them with a little bit more training could easily be pro wrestlers. If people didn't know who they were and they stepped into an indie show, you'd go, that guy's legit. That woman is legit. I mean, and that is also a testament to the two trainers, Afa and Bull, because they are the ones who really have broken this down and shown these two. I mean, they're both fantastic athletes. A lot of performers are, but you also have to be great performers to sell these moves, to, to really uh, make people believe uh, that you've been doing this for years. And the two of them are knocking it out of the park. Like, I, I can't say enough both of their dedication, and I need to be very clear about something. They are really wrestling. They are really taking bumps. They're not taking like theatrical versions of bumps. They are pro wrestlers in this show. When Ramin Karamloo locks up with Matt Cardona, it, these are not, he's getting chopped. Like they're not half chopped. They're legit wrestling. When people come and see this, you're gonna watch an international super theater superstar legitimately wrestle Matt Cardona and Amber legitimately wrestles the mother in the show. Like it is real. And that was because when I tell you, this is what people said we couldn't do and it's being done. You're not going to see something that is completely fake. And you know, that's, you know, like a, like a boxing in a movie or something like that, where they're not really hitting each other. It's camera angle. It's really far away you are going to hear those chops reverberate off of Ramin's chest through that auditorium. <laughs> like it is real. And I mean, the first time he took a chop, he took it from Afa. We, there's a video. If you go on our Instagram, you can see it. I thought <laughs> Afa broke his clavicle. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. And he took it, man. And that's, I mean, it is, they are really wrestling. It is incredible to watch. I love it. I love it. Another question that uh, that the same person on Twitter had, Aki had, and I'm curious about this myself. Um, is is the concert footage? Is that going to be circulated uh, in perhaps in clips? Uh, can we expect to see that uh, on social media for us who are not from Jersey? Uh, there may be a few, but again, uh, we don't want to give too much of the show away. We want people Naturally. to come see it, right? So, yeah. you know, uh, our hope is to maybe have a little bit of a sizzle out there for you folks to see. Our very short one, if we do one at all, but uh, more than likely, there won't be too much out there. But again, you know, this is a wrestling event, so we can't really stop people from having their phones and posting yeah. things. You know, we're going to try to say, hey, but, you know, we all know, man, if you go to a wrestling event, if I'm in an AEW show, you know, my phone's popping up. If some new person, like, it's, it's what it is. So, you know, we hope that it doesn't happen. We'd like to keep the allure of it out there. But listen, this is a different world we live in nowadays, so. Very much so. It was very difficult to try to run away from spoilers from uh, later t tonight's Rampage uh, from right. Arthur Ashe Studio. Some big stuff happened in there. But yeah, the world of wrestling is kind of a spoiler uh, minefield. So yeah, all, yeah. all, all the same. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have any Twitch co uh, questions coming in. And again, I'm not going to fault anyone. There's a lot of wrestling happening tonight between uh, Impact course, Wrestling, SmackDown, day. Rampage. Yep. Uh, but all the same, uh, Jeremiah, I want to thank you very much for your time. And of course, before I let you go, uh, I will also say that we're also going to raid uh, Claudio's Cafe. I don't imagine he'll be streaming for very long as Impact's going to start in about half an hour. Uh, but yeah, Jeremiah, please let the audience know where to follow you. And of course, the show on social media. 
Absolutely. Uh, if you just go to our Instagram, uh, it's uh, the last match. Uh, and it's I'm telling you, you guys will have a lot of fun seeing a lot of the behind the scenes work. Uh, it's called at last match musical. And uh, just if you want to come and see the show, it's in Jersey City. We've been working with the Jersey City Theater Center. They were the ones who gave us the ability to put this show together. And then we're debuting a world premiere concert version pro wrestling event at White Eagle Hall. Uh, and we'll have two performances, 2.30 and 7.30 on the 26th. 7.30 will be sold out probably by tomorrow. So uh, get your tickets and come and see a world and a show that people said wouldn't happen. And to see Matt Cardona take on Ramin Karimloo, it's going to be a blast. Again, the fact that you're putting Broadway star versus pro wrestler, like that just belongs on a marquee that like even Vince, <laughs> McMahon, Vince McMahon would admire, I must there say. Jeremiah, once again, I thank you kindly for your time. Uh, please stand by. We're going to be raiding Claudio's Cafe. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Smart and Friends. We're going to be back very soon. Till then, friends. Bye.